Hi, hello, and good evening. It is October 5th, and we could not be more pleased to report that Team Morgino has taken its first hit. <laughs> I mean, we listen, we're not happy that it was me, me. All right, love that girl down. Um, however, so happy to see Gina take a loss. Um, how oh, do you me, feel? Me, me, me and I... Mimi and I have some some talking to do. Woo, woo. What the heck? <laughs> all right, some some coaching on the side. All right, from Captain Mortino. <laughs> we'll get into all of that. Um, we're going to discuss the ending, right, of Cam's second Chaos Week. Um, we got another Julie judgment, obviously. Um, lots to do. Let's get into it. I am Kyle Petty-Klotz, and I am joined, as always, <laughs> by my Fessy Vessies, John Dunphy and Gina Regino, and this is Strat Chat, arguably your favorite reality TV podcast. <laughs> you can find us on all the socials, including Blue Sky at Strat Chat Pod. All right, invite codes to go around. All right, like, what's up? What's up? Join the party. Join the party. Um, so. I also, real quick, just so Matt Levin says, <laughs> starting the night off strong with some Gina Slander. Matt Blevins, I came mm -hmm. into the meeting room and I was met with a picture of my draft team with Miss Nicole blurred out and then a caption that said, finally, Team Morgino takes a hit. So he was waiting to give Honestly, it to me. Honestly, let me tell you. All right. Would... You know, <laughs> I, I've gotten the same thing, though, all season. So don't act like you're some, you know, special case here. <laughs> I've got every single time I was losing people. That's what I oh, got. We're so. thrilled. We're thrilled. Yes, this is how we all entered the studio on tonight <laughs> on this beautiful screen. Um, finally, Team Morgino with a blurred out thing. Um, actually, what is more worth celebrating about this moment is the fact that this was a winner pick of Gina's, right? This was a winner. No, pick. I'll have no. you know that my winner picks still in the house. Okay, so say what you want, say what you want. Team Petty, FTW. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so lots to do, lots to do. Um, let's recap Tuesday's veto. Um, this is the closest that we're ever going to get to an American-sponsored veto comp, right? This is the one thing that Canada definitely does do better than us. Um, the winner of this scary verse, um, you know, veto competition now got to win the opportunity to go see The Exorcist in the HOH room um, and bring some friends along for the ride. Um, good times, good times. We already knew Cameron won this. Um, what did you think of the comp, though? Did you enjoy it? I I do always like this competition. I we think kinda, it's a fun one. Yeah, we've seen these like before, like kind of like playing around the dark, kind of had to figure some things out, find the secret passageway. I just I, love <laughs> that Felicia ended up outside the house <laughs> by the time she was she was like done with the competition. She didn't even know where she was anymore. I do not understand how she does what she does. <laughs> all the time with her i was cracking up 
Wait, say again? What happened now? That Felicia ended up outside because she forgot where she was going. And she just walked out of the house thinking she was going into another room. I didn't even watch, honestly. Um, (laughs) Like when this was going on, I was in and out of the room. Like, you know, this this is not really one of my favorite comps. Um, Oh, no. Felicia in this competition is worth going back and watching again. Okay. Yeah. Because she couldn't figure out like how to get to the next room and ended up going back through the door that she had like come in through and then went through like two more rooms that she had already been in thinking like that it was the first time she was going in. And then she finally got to another door and ended up where the competition started, like outside <laughs> the house. <laughs> as funny as that is, I feel like that's something I would do thinking I was like, wow, I'm really crushing it. I'm finding everything. It actually sounds like really like, right on this this is one of those competitions that they would have to hope my chip doesn't get pulled for because they wouldn't be able to use any of my footage because anytime anything jumps out at me i trip over something i touch something gross the four letter words that are going to come out of my mouth are not friendly for tv i don't know well, why you leave it out that, exactly i don't know why you think that would not be actually perfect for TV. but literally all you would hear is like one long beep like you you wouldn't be able to use any of my footage i think they'd be fine with that yeah, I think that would be pretty, uh, pretty yeah. great. <laughs> uh, uh, fun, fun, fun. Um, so Cameron won this, and um, really, really secure is the stranglehold that he's got on this house, right? One HOH, one veto. That's it. Whose house? Cam's house. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I like him, but like, but this is what we do like about Big Brother. I don't like all the power always thing with one person. Like, this is very, very fun. Um, especially now seeing who won HOH this week is gonna get even more fun. Ooh, I can't wait to get into that. <laughs> yeah, certainly lots to say there. Um so, you know, right before we started the stream, you had said there was actually something else noteworthy about this veto episode. Um, I already don't remember what it was. I really felt like this was a throwaway episode. Um, yeah, it, it was just the, the, yeah, we got like blue campaigning about how Corey is a problem. And basically like the, they did that thing that I hate that they end on a cliffhanger when there's live feeds and we already know what the nominations are. So I don't know who, like the, a couple of casuals don't already know. Great, they weren't sure until today, but they had to give the illusion that there was a back and forth of like, is Corey going to be the replacement? Mm-hmm. I just I don't understand like the cliffhanger thing either. Like, I can understand if it's like a particularly chaotic week and like the house is just blowing up. Like, leave us on a cliffhanger. But like, we, like we were just saying, like this kind of throw like a, like a throwaway episode. You can't fit in the veto meeting into this, like really. Which, not like, to mention, like, like if there were ever episodes to have a cliffhanger, it was the first three or four weeks of this season where every day the vote was changing back and forth, and we were as live feeders tuning into the eviction, being like, literally, what are they gonna do? Because they've gone back and forth like fifteen times. It's mm. not now when they've already set their plan in stone, and like these have been the nominations from the beginning to the end. Stupid. Really, really stupid. I think the only time I ever actually enjoyed a cliffhanger, I think it was um I think it was BB20, it was BB23 when Christian was in the um in like the pantry with somebody else. Wasn't it them? And like I have, was, like, I have a vague memory of 
a cliffhanger involving Christian, but I don't know. Right. Any like details that was about the only it. time I remember thinking that was fun, but I also wasn't really paying as much attention to the feeds then as I am now. So like I'm not so sure that, oh, that would hold yeah, up. I don't remember what that um, was. Damn. Yeah. I don't totally remember what that was either. I guess I didn't like it that much. it wasn't that memorable um all right so there's i guess that's really it for tuesday right cam won and um even though we didn't get to see it we saw it tonight and found out of course that you know cameron did not use the veto i Um, i don't even remember any like filler stuff from tuesday i literally don't remember anything else about the episode i remember them watching the movie together obviously Uh um which I, I am really, I'm getting so tired of blue. Oh my God. <laughs> like everything is girl, girl, girl. It's just like every time she says it, I'm just like, when is somebody going to get you out of this house? Like, well, what, really, what annoys me is that. like, well, again, like oh, yeah. we've, we've said it like 15 times, but like what annoys me is that you watch her on live feeds and she doesn't talk like that. I hate when we have people that are one person in the house and another person in the DR. It happens all the time when like, there's like a Southern person in the house where all of a sudden they get really country as soon as they get into the DR, but then you hear them around the house and they don't talk like that. Like, I, I hate that. I mean, I understand the concept that you're going to feel like you're going to turn it up a little bit, um, you know, because you're in here and like, who else is going to make this interesting other than you, right? It's just all on you. But like the, the, the difference with her is just so great that like, it's painful. It's Mm -hmm. really, really painful. Yeah. Yeah. I guess one other thing for this episode, uh, for the Tuesday episode, um, Gun and Geek here said that Felicia had called out. And we saw this in her like veto speech. Yes. Felicia calling out America and Corey after the veto comp uh, uh, mm-hmm. during the veto meeting. Any thoughts on uh, Felicia going in on Corey and America there? I mean, I was just happy that we got veto speeches because I cannot remember the last time we saw that. Yeah. I wonder... Um, because there was there was some discussion right about potentially taking Felicia down and putting Corey up as the replacement. Um, do you think that it was already decided? I, I guess I, well, we found that out tonight, right? That uh, I think that Cameron, like a little bit before the veto meeting, decided not to go through with that plan. But I but I had wondered before we got like got to see that footage if like as Felicia is making this whole going on this whole rant of being like, all right, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to make the move to to blindside Corey now. Well, I I don't know if Felicia, like, even knew that that was an option. I think she was just kind of like, that was the last Hail Mary. Like, I don't think she realized that, like, they were tossing that up. Oh, no, no. I know she didn't know that. But I mean, like, I I wondered if her her giving that speech during the, the veto ceremony was like, could have been part of the reason why Cameron decided not to use it. Oh, 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 oh. Got it, got it, got it. Um, But... But I think we saw in tonight's episode that like an hour before the veto meeting, Cameron was talking to somebody else about how he wasn't going to do that. So, yeah, I think it was that morning he had decided against it, which again, like I know we talked about it last or on Monday, but I just don't understand why putting the showman's in jury wasn't more of a threat. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it either, unless we're also now calling back a little bit to something that Cameron said a few weeks ago. He's like, you know, I don't want to just go for Sheree. I want to make sure I get her people around her first so she's isolated. So, like, if he's really still dead set on that plan, like, it also makes additional, like, emotional sense why he's going after Felicia. Um, 
I'm not 100% sure that she would vote for him if it came down to that. Like, I, I think she could be one of those bitter jury members that would never toss him a vote where I, I do see a world in which maybe Corey sort of respects it and can say like, okay, from, from a game perspective, I, I can give you my vote. I don't know that Felicia is the kind of person to like really get there. Mm. Um, I also like in terms of weakening Sari, I, I get it to a point and it is a lot easier to say this as somebody who has all the information, but like, it's just so funny because yeah, you can take away one of her numbers but then she'll just find more numbers, you know? Right. Like she lost Izzy and then she pulled Matt closer. You know, mm -hmm. if she loses Felicia, mm -hmm. she's just, there's going to be somebody else that she's going to draw in. Yeah. It just shows that you don't really know who Suri is and what she does in these games. Like you're, you're, you're playing with her as if like, you know, you can be that strategic with her, but her mist, you know, is so powerful and potent that like, it's, it's not going to go exactly how you think it is. I also don't see if there's I see that there's like as much value in taking out Ceri's numbers. Like if you think Felicia is a number for Ceri, like I don't think there's as much value in it as there was maybe a few weeks ago because I feel like it's really not a secret that Felicia and Ceri aren't as close as they were, even if they've kind of mended things. Like right. it doesn't really feel anymore like taking out Felicia is like taking out Ceri's right hand mm -hmm. man or something. You know, like where no, that was the case true. maybe a month ago. But now we saw this week Felicia going into the HOH room, kind of throwing Suri under the bus, like sure. uh, in some of the stuff she was saying to Cam. So I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, that really brings us to tonight, right? Um, wait, I had a note here. I had a note. America's saying, oh, right. So this was after the veto meeting. Like America was saying that Felicia was throwing Corey under the bus. Um, after the veto wasn't used, but that's also like what she was doing to Felicia, like in that moment, like it, it really is, it was a little bit of a turnoff for me um, because you were coming About at that her, like, was wild. Yeah, like the whole, the whole thing with that was very, very strange. And it was like, it also felt unnecessary. Like you attacked her, like obviously to put a target on her, but you're literally accusing her of the same exact thing that you've been doing. So like, and Just that you're like doing it, in that moment. <laughs> like, it, what, it, like, was, that? it was wild to watch America doing all of that to kind of like ride for Corey. And then now all of a sudden Felicia is like dragging America to filth. And Corey just pieces out. He's like, no, I'm not doing this. Goodbye. Like just left it sink or swim. I was like, dude, she's doing this for you. Right. I got some mixed feelings on that too, though. Because the other side of this is like, I didn't ask you to do that, right? You start something like this, and like, th this is not really my game. Like, these big public confrontations, right? If, if I'm Corey, like, this is not like what I do. So, yeah, you're doing it for me, but I didn't ask you to do all that. So, you're on your no, own. It can be argued that those public confrontations is his game because he was at the center of that whole have not room thing yeah but that was like really directly on him like i don't see any way that he could have gotten out of that being um like a confrontation like that blue just out of nowhere is just like Bang! and it just like just <laughs> i mean america rather just like just started this whole thing and it was like uh it, it didn't have to be y'all could have just gone in there and just made some toast and just like called it a night um but no instead you you, you started this whole big thing um but yeah seriously so whack on Corey for not getting it like, oh, I'm not really gonna do this. I'll talk privately. Like, what a punk. Yeah. And like, is it even and like I think... Felicia? Sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say it makes it honestly would make him look more sketchy to me because it's like, it, it, like Felicia's calling him out. Like, this is what you want to do. You want to pull people into rooms for private conversations and then you can lie and nobody can fact check it or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, we're all out here talking. Everybody's here talking. Say what you want to say. Like, stop trying to pull me over here or take me out to play pool or whatever. Like, just say it. We're also we're all saying it. Right, right. And that's because that you you really are that shady. Like that that's really what that really demonstrates to me anyway. It's like that that is a strategy. People play like that, but you got clocked, you know? Yes. And like you can't walk away from it. I think that actually makes you look worse. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, and I would think I guess I guess I would think too that like if you've been called out multiple times now publicly, because Felicia's been calling out Corey in America, Mimi had a lot to say on her way out. Like, you know, I feel like uh, at this point I might want to address some things publicly. <laughs> yeah, control the narrative a little bit because if you're not saying anything, everyone else certainly is, right? So yeah. you might want to be a part of some of those conversations. Um. So there it is. You know, Mimi left tonight, obviously, as we already celebrated. Not that it has anything to do with her. We like Mimi. Now stop. We like Mimi. We like Mimi. I don't want yeah. that to be the narrative. We just wanted Gina to take a hit. That's all. That's all. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm a little, I'm a little irked with Mimi with how oh, this went irked. down. Well, tell us why. <laughs> What's your problem with Mimi? Well, so I know you right before we started had said that like up until you had posted that poll on our uh, Twitter saying, oh, who do you right. think is going home tonight? You didn't even know that Mimi was an option. You thought it was mm-mm, like full on Felicia's the vote. So now I was in Survivor and Amazing Race World. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that that flipped late yesterday. And the issue that I have with Mimi is, you know, we've seen her this entire season kind of going under the radar and playing a very low key game where she doesn't really show her cards to anybody or talk game with anybody. If someone's trying to like get information from her, she just kind of repeats back whatever they said and doesn't give them any new information. And someone yesterday, I cannot remember who it was, but she was tipped off that the vote had flipped and that it was looking like she was going to go home. That is when you start pulling people in, having one-on-ones, having conversations, advocating for yourself, telling people your game, telling people who you want to work with, giving them yeah. leverage, you know, something that, oh, this is what I can offer you in order to keep me here. She kind of like went off by herself and just sat in a room alone for three hours and didn't campaign to anybody after she was told that she's probably now going to be the target. And it's like, I don't know what game you think you came here to play when you know that your game is in danger and you are not doing anything to even attempt to flip the vote back. You already know that Felicia has been the target the entire week. Come up with something that you can offer them, some kind of a campaign. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't disagree, by the way. I actually, I agree with that 110%. Um, but does, is there something to be said for the fact that, you know, she had previously stated that she would not campaign against Felicia? Um, does that maybe kind of underscore what their relationship maybe is like on a, on a real person level? And does it matter? Oh, no. We've seen people say that before. You know, we even just saw it in the challenge. Like we, we see mm-hmm. people all the time. I'm not going to campaign against you. And it's like. Yeah, I get it. Like, these are personal relationships. It makes a little bit more sense than something like The Challenge when they've known these people for, like, years and years and years. 
You and Felicia have known each other for like 50 something days and you are playing for $750,000. You cannot be that close that you're like, you know what? I'll just take myself out. It's fine. You know, don't worry about it. I'm not campaigning against you. Damn. Um, I actually second this question um, from our friend, the geek, Um, you know, did Cameron know that they had flipped the vote? Did he know that? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be curious. I'd be curious because I, I would love to see what kind of blowback that would get if he didn't. Um, I mean, not that he was eligible for HOH, but you know, how, how does that affect things going forward? Yeah, I, I don't know if he was told or not. Although, has honestly, Cameron has he been like blindsided on like every vote during his own HOHs? Like, I feel like he like never knows. <laughs> that is what's so funny. He's always winning power, but he never actually has any. And that's it, what, it, it, is, it is so annoying that like his trajectory has led him here. Like he was out of the house. It is so frustrating that like this is the person that is having this gorgeous arc because it's like you literally don't know what you're doing and you're not a great person. Sorry. I don't know why you are the person that is now having this great underdog story. Like it's so annoying. I still think Cameron's days are numbered though. I freaking um, hope it's, so. It's still too early for him to be in that Ty situation of just like winning out. Like by the time Ty got to that spot, like there weren't as many people left, you know, so it was a little bit easier. I I, I feel like. Well, you just have to kind of pray he doesn't get pulled in the chip draw. Like that's the only problem is now there's less chips in there. Yeah, right. there's like it's so Unless likely they that he's him up like they did with Ty. Which, not like, to mention, I automatically plays. I am convinced Sari doesn't have a veto chip. <laughs> I don't understand how this woman has not been picked to play anything. <laughs> right. Literally nothing. Um, not that I think Sari playing any of these is very interesting. Um, there is still a part of me that feels like she is intentionally throwing things. Like this live HOH, like, I don't know, right out of the key. Oh, my God. The one entire competition. But, like, the whole competition, she just wasn't even putting up an answer. Yes, it's like I feel like it's it's all. I feel like she doesn't. I feel like she almost doesn't want to win anything, and that she she's just riding on on her social strategies, um, which is obviously still serving her well. Like it's not. And it, it, it's it is a strategy. Complaint. People play like yeah, that often. Right. But I, I I wonder how badly she wants a chip in there. What if that's the gag? I mean, you know, like from- production is just not putting her chip in there to help. Her. <laughs> I feel like at this point, she's kind of checked out. Like, I think she was a lot more in it when Jared still had a chance to win. I don't think she ever came in here wanting this win for herself. I think she wanted it for him. And it, it just it kind of feels like, you know, we're not even seeing as many of her DRs in the edits as we were, you know, previously mm-hmm. in the season. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of feels like I, I don't hear as much about her as I did. It is true. I mean, I also have not been as tuned in, so I don't want to, who am I? Far from an authority this week. What did you think of her saying to Mimi in this episode tonight? Being like, uh, I needed Mimi and I needed Felicia to help me save Jared. And neither of them helped me. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to sit out this vote or whatever. Not going to give any input. And at one point, I think she even said to Mimi, like, I told you we should have saved Jared. (laughs) Now look at what's happening. It was in the goodbye goodbye video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, maybe that's part of it. So in keeping with that train of thought, do you think that maybe some of this behavior might change going into this week? Um, yeah. You know, now that um, now that she's over that, it's not the whole Felicia and Mimi thing. 
you know, who knows? Especially since she may find herself on the block this week. Oh, yeah. For the first time I ever. I have no idea what to expect. No idea what to expect. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, Team Orgino took a hit um, by way of McCole, but is actually now in power because the Lady Jane um, has won HOH, as we saw on the live show tonight. I um, as, as this live HOH continued to play out, every time that she would get a new point, I was like, it's it's happening. It's going to happen. I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do. I, I think I, I tweeted at one point, I was like, if Bowie Jane wins this HOH, I'm going to absolutely lose it. I think I scared my neighbors because I screamed so freaking loud what watching this tiebreaker hell? happen. Is everything okay? No, Bobby Jane won! <laughs> no, it was the opposite thing. I've never been more hyped for oh, an HOH. Oh, you're thrilled. You're thrilled, huh? <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, I No, I feel like Felicia would have been way more exciting after this whole blow up she's had like now that now and the whole point was let's save felicia because she can't mm. beat any of us in anything and then the mm. very next competition she wins yes oh my sure. god that would have been amazing absolutely i yeah. will give that to yeah. you that would have been also uh -huh. fun however yeah. like we know what that would have looked like i have not one single clue what is going to happen this week with bowie jane in power and i, I find that uh, so much fun that's what's so tricky about this because i i still say that i agree with john just a shade more on this one i have been rooting for a bowie jane hoh like since go i'm like i want to know this woman who is she yeah she's from our other favorite country right and like oh any other week but this one <laughs> like right, i would have right. been more interested like i would love to see felicia just on a tear all week well y'all thought i, I get it i get nothing. it y'all thought i couldn't win nothing even though you can't you can't right. the one thing right. that you want is just because your ball happened to fall down the correct slot right it's not like it's not like the, all of a sudden i got this great competition prowess like listen love you girl but come on let's keep it 100 you know Ugh. I also we we have to talk about it. The tiebreaker question was uh, how long uh, how uh, long painful. in minutes was Jared a zombie? Bowie Jane almost wrote 27, 27. minutes. Let's not say Felicia. Yeah, no, she, she did, and then she totally wrote it, and then she said, you know what? Let me let me just throw another number in front of this one, but I'm just not gonna go too crazy. So she threw a six up. <laughs> Just a little bit more than but, half, but not quite a nine, because she didn't know what the hell she was doing. But Felicia's answer equaled like 35 days. I was oh, like, what is happening? God. When oh she turned that around, God. I was like, what? Was the, like, the, fact, the fact that almost put 27 minutes and still would have won is crazy. Well, honestly, honestly, I... When I saw that Bowie Jane had 27 on her board, I I was like, Felicia's going to win this thing. Because literally any number can't be worse than 27. Right. And then she flipped yeah, yeah. hers over and said 49,500, whatever it was. And I, I didn't understand how she even got there because you could see that she started to do an equation. The math, yeah. But, yes. but all it said was like 60 times 60. And then underneath it, it said 49,500. <laughs> So like I don't know, <laughs> but it hurt my heart because I saw that number like on the side and I was like I don't know what that is. She must not be done figuring. Maybe that's like the number bank, right? I don't know. Maybe the she's number going, bank. I don't, I don't. I don't know this new math. Maybe she's doing new math because of her grandchildren, her children's. Oh my life. god! Or, you know, like what? What do they call that? That um, that new math. Um, 
Don't they have a name for like the, the way they do um, common core math? Common core. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh I want to advanced arithmetic. I don't know. Like <laughs> stupid. I was like, maybe that's new math. I don't know. Let me take it from the number bank. But <laughs> when she underlined it, I said, no, girl, stop, stop. And then she circled it. I was like, oh no. And then I questioned myself. And I was like, wait. What was I, I was like, am I the dumbest human alive? Um, um, where's my calculator? <laughs> Damn. So, so messy. So, so oh messy. Oh my God. It was so funny. Oh, the one other note that I have was that one of Felicia's, um, you know, platforms that she was standing on is like, you know, keep me in the house because I, I will gun for Corey in America. I'll be the one to do it. I'll take them out. You have to win in order for that to happen. Like, what is she talking about? Like, that's not, how do you pitch that as a reason for me to stay? You've, you haven't won things, you know, um, that's all. So cool. It was also even like, you know, Less Mimi. Point, more of just a slam. Yeah. But like <laughs> Mimi even had like a bit of an explosive exit, but like when you really like, you know, she like said a lot of things on her way out. And in the moment I was like, Oh my God, what an exit. And then I thought about what she said a little longer. And I was like, you didn't give them any new information. That's exactly what the fight was already about. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you thought you were doing with that. Like they know Corey and America can't be trusted. That was the fight. She's just reinforcing, you know, reinforcing. Is so, okay. <laughs> but the Corey, Corey America, and Bowie Jane though, did they have like a like a three person alliance? According to what uh, Mimi said on her right. way out, I, was, I, I don't it, know if that because if that if that's true, that's new to me. So it might be new to somebody right. in there. I don't know. Who knows? Because you know we have said many many times uh, as we've been reviewing like Mimi's game throughout the season, she's always allowed to be a part of those conversations that no one else seems to be allowed to be part of. Even if she's not part of the alliance being discussed, she's allowed to sit there as people discuss their plans. So like you know may even maybe even more so like even more of a reason why yesterday was so frustrating because you are allowed to sit in on every conversation. You have more information than probably anybody else in this game. How are you using nothing as right. leverage to try to right. campaign when you know you're about to go home? You could have even just threatened to blow people's games up and just gotten their vote just over a threat. You didn't even have to really do it. You know? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole mess. A whole mess. I do hope it's a good week, though. I mean, we have been waiting for a Bowie Jane. Could be uh, a great week. HOH. But I don't know. I don't know, though. I see a lot no? of people on Twitter already saying that, like, they know for sure it's Bowie Jane. So she's going to put up either Sari, Felicia, or Blue, some co combination of that. Which, if that's the case, I mean, I would love if all of this Corey in America talk maybe got her to thinking, like, you know, maybe now if the house thinks I'm working with them, maybe I should put them up put the showman's in danger, like, you know, otherwise the house will be coming after me or something. I hope something changes up, but if, if that's the case and it's just, she's going to put up Sari, Felicia or blue. Like, I feel like this is kind of, it's gonna be another boring week. Honestly. I'm not so sure. I, I think it depends on who goes up first. If Sari's on the block, we automatically get an interesting week. Um, it's going to just be very, very fun to see her start to maneuver and start working against the person sitting next to her. And I think it'd be even more exciting. Well, no, now, hold on now. I mean, if Ceres next to Felicia, you know we're going to get at least one good argument, right? You know, because mm. like 
but they, they still they're still simmering, right? But I do you do you think it's possible that Blue now outs the Jared relationship? Um, is she sitting next to Sari? Mm. That could be interesting too, just to break trust and just say, listen, this woman is not trustworthy. She's been playing this entire game with her son, and yeah. no one told you. Like that could be a fun thing to use against her. And then um even more fun could also be seeing Sari navigate around that. Well, the, the hard part about that is like, yes, that would be a good reveal, but also that could backfire on Blue too, because it's like, all right, well, you also had this information for how long right, and you, you didn't, didn't tell, tell me. Right. So, I mean, already I'm having fun, <laughs> right? Like that, <laughs> I, I like I like this back and forth. Yeah, it totally works for everyone. So does she say it or does she not? Um, I don't know. What if it's like your final Hail Mary? This Maybe you let it slip like Wednesday night. Like, you know, who knows? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely see it backfiring on Blue, and I, th I almost oh, think it, it could be. I, th I think it would be more likely, almost at this point, that it would backfire on her than help her because not only has she withheld this information for so long, but Jared's not in the house anymore anyway. So who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. Siri's all alone now. Like, this doesn't really help us now. Like, to target this duo that's still in there, half the duo's already yeah. gone. It's not even necessarily about targeting the duo at that point, though. Could it just be just um, like look how good she is at lying? Yes. So, like, if she lied about this and hid this from you and did it so well for all this time, how can you trust anything else she's saying? Um, yeah. There's an argument to be made there if if Blue is crafty enough to do it. Um, that could be fun. So I, I think a Bowie Jane HOH would be fun only for the reasons of who she would put up. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't be fun. I don't think she's going to give us a whole <laughs> lot more. We still probably wouldn't get a lot of Bowie Jane DRs, but... Well, somebody tweeted, like, watch them still under edit Bowie Jane in the, <laughs> in the right. aired episodes. <laughs> it could still be fun. Um, I'm curious if Ceri's up there, uh, though, as a nominee. Like, what does Matt do? Because Matt's been working very closely with Ceri. I'd be curious what his conversations with some people would be like. Uh, obviously, I feel like Matt and Jag. Matt is, like, closest to Jag, right, than anybody else, I think, at this point. And I'm not so sure that Jag would be all that willing to save Suri if Matt tried to pitch that argument to him. So that I, could be an interesting. Uh, yeah, and um, even the veto could be interesting in a situation like that. Um, because it, the likelihood of Matt being selected is obviously higher than it ever has been because now we have less people. Um, so like, if he wins it, does he take Suri down? Be fun to fun to dip into. Mm. Unless he throws it on purpose. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, there's some potential for this week. There's potential. Yeah. You know what time it is, though? Oh, yes. I think we're past I was, I, I was worried that you... It's time to judge Julie. Y'all better gather round. I had already clicked it. Sorry. <laughs> this cut off. Sorry, girl. I was, I was worried that you had forgotten. I did, definitely did not forget. This is one of my favorite moments of the week when we rate Julie's fashion with a hot or not. Tonight, listen, I think she was pretty in purple. What do you think? This gets I a hot for me. Yeah. Oh, good, good, yeah. I really like this. Oh, yeah. I thought she looked great. I definitely give this a hot. Great. It's a great, uh, it's a great color on her, too. It is. It's wonderful. It really yeah. works well with the set. I am bummed we didn't get the outside picture, though. Mm. Mm. You know, I think I her like hair looks outside. great. Also, that's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. The golf carts. Yeah, no, her I, hair I is great. This, 
yeah, her, I think this hairstyle might be like my favorite so far of the season too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice. Wow. So she really brought it for you, huh? Oh yeah. It's yeah. like if Julie showed up for our first date, you know, just dressed, <laughs> dressed just like this, I'd be like, all right, just keep her. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Oh, Levin's also gives Miss Julie a hot thank you. Of course. Excellent. Yeah. Right. As soon as I show the purple, I was like, the ah, it's wrapped up. It's wrapped up. Which I I said col- I it's a good color on her, which reminded me of color schemes, which reminded me of your tweet, which absolutely <laughs> sent me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the humiligram totally changing and like stealing our color scheme. What the hell is that? Get out of here, humiligram. We did it first. <laughs> Ripped us right <laughs> off. What the hell, man? Pissed. Really pissed. <laughs> but I also felt I felt honored. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the nod. Even if you didn't know you did it. You did it. <laughs> so is there anything else? Hmm. I'm like excited about Zingbot. Oh, I'm so excited for Zingbot. Yeah, yeah. Zingbot's back yeah. on Tuesday, Tuesday at nine o'clock Eastern. Um, thank goodness. <laughs> Do you think Sari actually gets a burn though? I don't think anybody would actually disrespect her. She has to. I don't know. Some people don't really get roasted like the way other people do. Well, I don't, well, well get... what, what do we think they're going to get? I don't know. I just feel like Sari's just going to get one of those like in the, like simple ones, like maybe just the fact that she's always in her bathrobe or something like that. Like I don't feel like she's going to get like a good zing. I feel like we're going to like be cool about it. Trying to think, like, doesn't what, what mention people to. Oh, but what do you think other people might get? Everybody. I, I think there'll be some, some mention ones. of blues, the horrible drs. <laughs> I think Corey in America will get some good burns. Oh, of course. They're going to be the stars uh, of the show, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I could see Cameron getting getting a, a good burn, too. But I, th- I I do agree that I think Cerise will be a little more tame, probably. Yeah. I could see Bowie getting a burn. <laughs> no, but Bowie's going to get that one that, like, there's always one person that, like, I don't know who you are. Right. The thing is that they're irrelevant. Like, that's (laughs) going to be Bowie. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. Um, All right. So when is Big Brother on this week? Just to make sure everybody else knows how their life is going to go this upcoming week. Um, Sunday Sunday at 10. 10, Right? Right. That's rough. Isn't that rough? Yeah, like, after two reruns of Yellowstone that aired five years ago, somehow Big Brother, the most recent new episode of the new season of Big Brother, that has to right. that has to wait. I don't know why we couldn't just keep reruns. eight o'clock and then just put Yellowstone on after that. Like, what is that? Yeah. Oops. Because it's not like you got us watching Yellowstone. We're just mad about it and we find something else to do. Like nobody cares yeah. about the show that was on however long ago. Like right. it's not airing now. They're not giving us new episodes. I don't need mm-hmm. reruns. It's mm-hmm. it's annoying like when we get pushed for football and stuff. But like CBS has so much money in the NFL that like it's understandable. And that started first, so we have to just wait till that ends. But right. why it's America, it's football. Like this is what we yeah, do. Like why can't we just have Big Brother at eight and then Yellowstone can air at nine and ten when nobody cares? Like, what the <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, yeah, horrible. 
This horrible. More like you blow stone. Yeah, it does. Um, all right, so that's Sunday at 10. Then we have Tuesday at 8, and then the eviction Thursday at 9. Um, so the next time we're talking about Big Brother 25 um, will be Monday at 10.30 p.m. But first, we'll be kicking the night off with Survivor 45. Finally, we're chatting about that. Um, that'll be at 8.30. And at 9.30, we're doing the Challenge USA. And then 10.30, Big Brother 25. Or it's just a mega Mon Juan Monday. So be there or what? Be square. It took a little too long. Yikes. Um, so then after... John, the adults are talking. I like, know you actually, did not cut off my spiel. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny is that I actually, I, I meant to click on Mon Juan Monday because you yeah. said it's a mega mm -hmm. Mon Juan Monday, but I was already on the Patrick Starr thing and it was too late. So I get it. I get it. You want to run the Mon Juan now? Get out your system. Okay. okay go ahead. <laughs> Manwan Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> now I'm done pressing buttons. No, it's so good though. Honestly, the Cynthia face <laughs> with the, with the Manwan bag on her head is just amazing. Like, oh, yeah. it's so fun. It's just so fucking fun. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Gina that, hates fun, so. Gina hates fun. Ooh, Gina hates fun. Damn, 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 damn. That's that's a way to go out. Yikes. Um, We'll be talking the next eviction at 11.15 again next Thursday, 11.15. I thought we were going to be done with these late nights, but oh well. Oh well. Thanks a lot, buddy games. <laughs> um, you can find us in the socials at StratChatPod, including Blue Sky. And, um, you know, find us also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, things like that. Um, we're there, too, and we don't talk about it enough. So get into it, you know? 